Vera Payne. Spring Awakening Autumn Equinox will be held at Adams Middle Park in Chicago on October 2nd and 3rd. Joining me to speak about what we can expect at this event is Festival Director Sig Greenbaum. Thanks for joining me, Sig. Hey, thanks for having me. So tell me, how long have you been producing events? I have been producing events for a hot minute, that's for sure. I actually did radio for a really long time. And uh, in New Orleans, and my doing radio led to me working on the Voodoo Experience, which led me to producing the Voodoo Experience after Hurricane Katrina, and have really been doing it professionally ever since. Wow. So going from radio to live events, was that a big jump? Yeah, there's some obvious big jump there. But, you know, at the end of the day, in radio, especially, I think, in the early, like, you know, so much, especially coming from a rock radio background, so much of what we were doing was kind of event-driven in some way, shape, or form. And I created a nonprofit organization when I was living in D.C., and we, we produced small concerts with local bands. So I'd always been kind of sniffing around in it. And the great thing about it for me in New Orleans was, I went from a lot of the people that I would work with in live events were people I worked with in radio, you know, whether it was sponsors or venues or whatever it might be. So it was a really easy tradition on, on that front. So were there any unexpected challenges that you had, have, had to face when being an event producer versus radio producer? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, <laughs> no offense taken, hopefully, with this, but radio, you're, you know, at least when I was doing morning radio, my day ended at noon and, you know, that was it. It was great, right? And with live events, and it, this was something that you had in radio, you know, there's a, everything's always changing and you're dealing with a lot of different moving parts, whether it's the sales team or the promotions team or the air staff or the general manager. There's all those moving parts. It's just when you're, in live events, and especially producing music festivals, you're building a city in the middle of nowhere and tearing it all down in a like two to three week window. And in the middle of it, you throw an entire population in the middle of it and you service those people. So it's just so compact, the time and the stress and what you do. There's just, it's kind of an all or nothing attitude, you know, once you get on site. And, uh, you know, it's all... It's all about planning. So just a lot of moving parts and a lot of lot of things that are you know, dependent on other decisions and, and other actions. I don't think it's really about comparing it to radio. It's just its own animal. Has the pandemic changed how you've been doing your routine when it comes to live events? Yeah, it absolutely has. I mean, first of all, anybody who, you know, Chicago is a city that has, you know, a great festival tradition. And, and the past couple of months, there's been a lot of festivals that have come out really fast and done their thing. And it's, you know, all over the country, you know, this year, there's supply chain issues, there's labor issues, there's material issues, and nothing is really guaranteed. Even a contract doesn't mean you have a material that you thought you had, and, you know, you don't have the same staffing that you had before. There's just a lot of things that two years ago you could count on because it was the same people, same vendors, same equipment that you used year after year to now kind of starting from scratch. And I think everybody has felt that to a certain degree. And that's a real, a real hurdle. So like right now I'm standing here, I'm looking at five stages here in Addison Mill Park, and it really is an amazing feat that this has happened. And it's happening right now. We're building it today. It's a beautiful day. And we've been out here for about a week or so. And just getting it here is a tremendous accomplishment. And I think everybody on this crew and on, on crews of other festivals this summer and this fall have probably felt that emotion and experience as they've done it. Yeah, doing anything live, there's always the element of anything can happen. And actually, yeah. you know, when it comes to Spring Awakening, it was known as a summer event. So sure. why did you guys decide to hold it in September? 
like anything that happened in live events and any type of business decision that's been made during the pandemic. You know, you kind of made the best decision that you could make for the next 48 hours or the next week, you know, until like whatever shoe was going to drop next on the stats and the, is it safe to do it? Can you do it? The cities won't let you do it. The country won't let you do it. Nobody wants to do it. Everything's just always shifting. So when Spring Awakening was originally booked for the spring, it then got pushed once if not twice, I don't even remember at this point. And then the final push was to the fall. And the idea was to still do the show. And you look for the, the window that feels like it's going to be safe and has proven to be that now, especially with a vaccine. And now Spring Awakening is Autumn Equinox in Chicago. And we're, we're doing it. That's part of that, that feeling of accomplishment that we actually got here. Now, I'm a fan of Spring Awakening because I've been to a few already. And I got to know. I love it. <laughs> I got to know this, <laughs> though, man. If Autumn Equinox is good, can we expect to see a Spring Awakening in the spring and then a second event in the fall? <laughs> uh, here is what I think is the, uh, the safest thing to tell you. First of all, there will be a true Spring Awakening in the spring, the spring awakening you know and love. As far as fall equinox, you know, the idea would be that fall equinox is a is a extension of spring awakening and where it is would be more of a question mark for the future. Is is it in the region? Is it someplace completely different? Whether or not it would be in Chicago, feels like that most likely we would separate it from spring equinox to let spring equinox be its thing its own thing, and then Autumn Equinox would move someplace else. Right. Do you hope to have the same vibe as Spring Awakening to the Autumn Equinox? Yeah, actually, the great thing, and if you like Spring Awakening, man, do I have a deal for you. Autumn Equinox, because it is autumn and because of the time of year, we're actually going to have a whole lot more, you know, darkness, you know, less daylight, more night. And so there's just great opportunity to lean into that and make the magic hour into dusk into the evening into night a whole thing unto itself so there'll be a good three plus hours because we don't close until 10 o'clock at night so there'll be that whole nighttime vibe that is so cool at spring awakening will now be extended and you'll get a little extra time probably a good two hours extra from it i'm kind of wondering at any point did anybody think of like doing something fall like something for halloween themed or was that kind of thrown out because you wanted to stick to the spring awakening feel no, it was definitely, I, I think, you know, with the timing that, you know, it feels a little early to be talking about Halloween, although, you know, the convenience stores have been selling candy for six weeks. We're just not there. And it definitely is about the spring awakening connection. And, you know, the autumn equinox was just the other day. So the timing felt right. It's in the air. It still feels, doesn't really feel like Halloween yet, although the temperatures, you know, drop a little bit, we'll be there. Yeah, it was definitely leaning more into extending spring awakening into the fall. Yeah, you just had to throw in some pumpkin spice in there that, you know, it would <laughs> felt like autumn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe if you come out here, there's some pumpkin spice beer or something. We can. <laughs> so I'm curious, did you increase the amount of artists you can perform this, this year only because you took a little bit longer to put it together? There's going to be about 75 artists on the lineup. There are, like I said, five stages. There's a silent disco. I think in terms of the bookings, the talent buyers did a great job, and it will all be going you know, simultaneously. So whatever 
whatever your vibe is, you're going to be able to find during the course of the day. Well, thanks, Sig, for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. For those listening, where can they find more information about you and the Spring Awakening Autumn Equinox? Springawakening.com. It's there. And uh, there are, you know, there's still some tickets for you to pick up. So we'd love to see you come out. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.